0: All right, boys and girls, welcome to The Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. My name is Joe Fortenball. This is episode 176 of the podcast, Tourney Time, Part 1. Great to have you all with us today. As always, thank you very much for your continued support of this project. Ed Sammons, Westgate, Las Vegas, Superbook, Race, and Sportsbook Manager in just a few moments to go over. The initial thoughts on the release of Sunday's bracket. Value plays, early action, first four, all that good stuff. Ed's going to come lay it out for y'all to play it out. We will be back Tuesday, tomorrow. Brad Evans, Yahoo Fantasy Sports is going to go through the bracketology version of our preparation. And we will lay out some picks between now and then as well. But big news around these parts. We got more sponsors, baby. The money is flowing thanks to you and your continued support. When it comes to finding value, price shopping is key. Whether you're buying a car or making a sports bet, you always want to make sure you're getting the best number. And at PropSwap, my friends at PropSwap, you'll find the best numbers on futures. PropSwap is a marketplace where people can buy and sell active sports bets. Last year, thousands of tickets were sold at odds better than any sports book including one customer who bought a warriors to win the championship ticket at 2 to 1 odds because you're buying the bet from another person sellers are able to offer you their bet at odds that a sports book would never offer so start getting the best number by going to propswap.com/covers that's propswap.com/covers check it out let me know what you think
1: vegas vegas Daddy. vegas
0: this time of year, it's the best place in the world, and we head there right now. Las Vegas, Nevada, the Westgate-Las Vegas Superbook. Ed Sammons, race and sportsbook manager, joining us here on the Sharp 600. Ed, one thing I was always curious about, you guys behind the counter, do you also have a pool with brackets that you do to compete against one another, or is it strictly bets?
1: No, the, the, they they run a uh, in-house bracket contest. Uh, I haven't been in it in a few years, I've kind of gone past that in my life. But there's a lot of people that get in it, get into the contest. And uh, you know, I I used to do it years ago, but it's kind of passed me by.
0: I found myself years ago realizing that I was losing more in juice on the first wave of games than I stood to win on an entire pool. And then I kind of backed away from
1: them. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. And it's a lot of work to have to kind of go through every game. So I, I just... I've got better things to do.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I completely understand. Um, How is the early action on the tournament so far this year compared to previous years?
1: I mean, I I would say it's par for the course. Uh, I I think there's been some big adjustments and lines from years past as far as some of these uh, mid-major teams uh, people are really familiar with, and they're very popular. Wofford, Belmont, Murray State. So they're teams that you know, we know who the public wants to bet in that game. And they also have a terrific power rating. So, you know, Belmont's minus three and a half against Temple, where the perception is going to be that Temple is a so-called favorite in that game to the general public.
0: What are you seeing so far on those first four matchups?
1: Uh, so far, we've seen a little bit of Belmont money, but it's kind of early to tell. I mean, you know, the 99% of that money will come in tomorrow.
0: How did the committee do with the bracket this year compared to the power rankings that you guys put together? I'm always curious as to their top 10, 20 teams versus your top 10 or 20 teams.
1: Uh, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I could nitpick that they did this wrong and that wrong. And, you know, the, there's a five 12 game where I think the fives minus one stuff like that. But you know what? They won me over when they put Belmont in. Cause Everyone thought they should have been in. You know, I, I'm so sick of hearing about Indiana and uh, TCU and some of these teams that uh, NC State. I mean, those teams had no business being in the tournament this year. NC State played like the worst schedule in all of college basketball, and they're actually complaining they didn't make the tournament. So they put Belmont in. I'm happy.
0: Is there a particular quadrant that you find to be harder or easier than the rest? Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, and North Carolina. Some feel the UNC quadrant is the hardest. Some feel that Virginia has the easiest path. Do you agree?
1: Uh, no, I, I would. I would say Duke got the easiest, the easiest all the way through. I mean, the only really team that's going to be able to play with them is the two seed there. I believe that's Michigan State. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. And then I definitely think Virginia has a draw that is just – Virginia has no excuses this year. It, it's an easy draw. I don't – you know, I, I, I think the Duke one's a little easier. We can argue about that, but it's close. And then the, I th- believe the one uh, with Gonzaga was the most difficult, I thought.
0: All right, speaking of Duke, how much of an effect does Zion Williamson have on lines and futures?
1: Um, I would say he's probably worth – Six points to the point spread. Really? Yeah.
0: Can you think of anyone in the past in college basketball that would be worth as much?
1: I mean, off the top of my head, no. But you know, it's you know, it, it's just it's such a hard thing to measure right now, just because. Um, We haven't seen a player this dynamic. Uh, You know, part of it is he's on a young team, and without him, it's just a bunch of young guys, and, you know, he's the perfect mix on that team. If they had a couple more veterans where with the young guys, they could, you know, they could play on without him. But, I mean, they really – Duke was just a 500 team when he didn't play, and uh, they struggle.
0: Did you guys put your opening numbers out for the first-round matchups Thursday and Friday? Did those come out Sunday afternoon?
1: Yeah, we had those up, I believe, by 4:30 or 5 o'clock yesterday. So a- I mean, any it sharp gets earlier action and earlier every year.
0: Any sharp action or anything so far on that stuff?
1: Uh, I mean, a few bets. A lot of it was just betting our casino to another casino or a casino offshore. There's a lot of that, and there was a few guys that were actually betting their opinions.
0: Were there any big adjustments you had to make to your opening numbers?
1: Um, you know, there's a couple games. Like you know, I, I thought the Oregon game against Wisconsin, I, I saw the opener of like three and two and a half. I thought that was just high, just based on Wisconsin getting to play in California and getting the extra day of rest on the four-day gruel out here in Las Vegas. And that just seems like it's a game that, if you watch Oregon play, really sets up well for them. So I thought that one was high. And there's a couple teams... That I know, at least myself, are looking to fade, and LSU's at the top of that now, without Will Wade leaving, and Tony Benford's coaching them now. And you know, it's it's about two weeks in, and Tony Benford's one of the worst head coaches in the history of college basketball. The way he went into a North Texas program, and in one year destroyed it, and then they left him there for four years, and I think he wound up winning just a. You know, single digits every year was just so bad, and he's now running this team. And you could just see how things are changing so quickly for LSU. So that's a team I definitely looked to fade early there. Um, I I know another team that people are looking to fade is Kansas State because I know they have a player that's probably going to not play in the tournament, and uh, Cal Irvine's a team that a lot of people are looking at to play on. The Anteaters. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, they they won that uh, Big West tournament. I think they won every game by like 25 or 30 points. It was just really uh, very impressive by them.
0: Are there any uh, sleeper teams, as we wrap this up, uh, that like you personally have watched throughout the year that you like to make a deep run?
1: Well, I I think the one that is slotted the best to make a decent run is going to be Oregon. And, you know, Oregon's more than capable of losing out in the first round to Wisconsin, but... Essentially, that's a pick 'em game, and if they can beat Wisconsin, they're basically taking over the five seat. And, you know, it's Dana Altman has, you know, after Bobo got hurt, he had to essentially redo the whole team, and it took him two months to figure out how to do it. And right now, there's no team in the country that can defend the way Oregon can. And, you know, if you look at the matchups potentially playing wisconsin in the first round and kansas state in the second round i think they'll have no problems with those teams as far as defending them and as long as you know oregon's weaknesses they go through these lulls where they don't score but they've kind of picked that up so i think Oregon's the one team that can make a really decent run in the tournament that no one would expect
0: race and sportsbook manager at the westgate las vegas superbook ed Salmons, with us here on the sharp 600 ed i know it's a really busy week but i really do appreciate the time thanks so much for jumping on today
1: Okay, Joe, anytime. Take care.
0: He beat me. Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Yeah, baby. The Sharp 600 brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. Covers is very excited to partner with the good people of DraftKings who are offering a free bet up to $500 when you make your first wager. All you have to do is go to DraftKings.com slash 500 dash free dash bet. That's DraftKings.com slash 500 dash free dash bet. The link is included in the bio of this podcast. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Go there, take advantage of the offer. Act quickly, the promotion won't be around for much longer. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. Look at us balling out. Covers, DraftKings, Prop Swap, you guys, everyone's keeping the lights on around these places. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed today's pod. We're back tomorrow with Brad Evans from Yahoo Sports, one of the best bracketologists in the business. He will help you lay out the game plan for how to attack your individual tournaments whether it be big medium or small he's got the strategies for you as for us that's a wrap be well everybody and best of luck